everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey guys, welcome back to God's Plan, Your Part. Today we are finishing out the Psalms. Hallelujah. So we are in Psalm... Praise his name. Yeah, praise his name forever and ever. No, let his something be what I can't remember. Uh, anyway, so we're in chapter 134 and then chapters 146 all the way to the end of the book 150. So uh, what's interesting is we were pulling lots of cool stuff from all the chapters in 146 to 150 today. Um, but this poor little chapter 134 is literally like, I don't know, three or four verses maybe. Oh, nope, it's three. It's short. Um, yeah, it's really short. And I was like, why do they even tack this in? Like, I don't quite understand. But what's cool is I feel like it's kind of like this this closer to what we had talked about yesterday. So yesterday, the temple is ready. The people are praising God. Like, it's this awesome moment. Uh, we kind of talked about yesterday, too, like this roller coaster moment. Like, they're at the peak. Like, everything is great. Everything is awesome. Um, and this psalm is called, like, it. it's added title. It says, um, come bless the Lord. And in our study Bible, it says that this final song of ascents is geared toward a special worship occasion, perhaps the opening or closing of a festival. And for us, we know that they had just celebrated, um, like the temple being prepared. Like there's all these people gathered together. Everybody's eating. They're all rejoicing together. So it's kind of cool. Like context, this is not just some yay, praise God. Like, no, this is probably what was sung to celebrate what we had talked about yesterday. So that's kind of a cool little like tie in those three little verses that seemed very meaningless. Um, so pretty cool. Then we turn to chapters 146 to 150, where we're probably going to spend most of our conversation talking today. What are some things that like grabbed your attention right away, Ryan? Well, there's no question that the, the theme of the majority of these Psalms is praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. And praise the Lord in, I mean, not just not just quietly in the corner, like loudly with instruments and dancing and like partying before the Lord, basically. Mm-hmm. Like these people are um, called to just pour out all their praise they possibly can before the Lord. Yeah, and this is like no little moment. This is like the, oh, finally, we did it. Yeah. Like we finally have this place to worship. So the, the one thing that I underlined as we were reading through Psalm 146, verse 5, and I'm sure it's not the only time this has popped up, but blessed is he whose help is in the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God. Um, obviously, it means, <laughs> I was going to say, what do you think that means? Obviously, it means <laughs> your hope is in God, but what does that actually look like? Well, there's a little bit of a tie-in. Yeah. I, I actually had started the verse right before it. Okay. Uh, or verses, the three and four, put your trust not in princes and the son of man in whom there is no salvation. Um, I think that's key because your verse talks about blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, yeah. not Jacob. It's the God of Jacob. Yeah. So what's interesting about that is like, there is no man, there is no king, there's no prince that's going to have the same power and authority or help that we need when like our lives require it or we have nowhere else to turn. So that's interesting that you've I called that out. So we're so susceptible to that. Mm-hmm. Um, if it were, if it were a political season, it would be more obvious that we're yeah, so susceptible yeah. to that. Um, but it, it does feel like, at least in the United States, like the church is so susceptible to falling for like, this is the guy. That's the guy. That's the guy we need. That guy's going to change it all. Like, uh, what? 
Well, you often say, and I've heard you say this before too, in some sermons that you've that you've done, like you've said, "Who are you putting in God's spot? Like, yeah. who are you taking like and slapping on God's stool or throne or whatever you have said before? Like, what's there instead of God?" Any, and I think that applies. Anytime we put a thing or a person yes, there where we go. God should be seated, we're going to be deeply disappointed. You say it so much better than um, me. <laughs> well, it's just, it's so, it's so common and it's so easy to do and it's so goofy that we even try it. Yeah. Um, but you can do that with, with jobs. You can do that with pastors. You can do that with teachers. You can do that with parents. Like I don't, People I don't, you idolize on Instagram. Yeah. And, and a lot of times I think you're not aware that it's happening. Um, and I th- because it's subtle and mm. your your hope subtly slowly becomes not the god of jacob and it's not that you deny the god of jacob it's just that your fulfillment or your hope your your hope i guess mm-hmm. is coming from something else mm-hmm. um, and i think it's i think we need to be radically aware of ourselves and why we're doing those things like what is it that causes us to put Mm-hmm. shiny things on Instagram in God's place. I don't know. Well, yesterday we had talked a little bit too about like, um, there was one part, I think it was in, I feel like it was in second Chronicles. It might've been the Psalms, but it was like, it was, we talked about how it's inevitable that yeah. we as humans, we're always going to find ourselves in a place where we have put something before God yeah. every single time. Like it is part of our sin nature, unfortunately. Yeah. So I guess this is just saying like kind of a reminder, like, Hey, like flick you in the face. <laughs> Um, like be aware of that. Like nothing or no one can replace who God is in our lives. I was as you were talking, I was thinking it's it's kind of a two way street too because our hearts are drawn toward idolatry. Mm-hmm. Um, and those that we want Isn't to that so weird. Those that we want to idolize or those that we want to put in God's place or be like sometimes they they oftentimes are interested in us doing that and will encourage us to do so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, because if you think about it, like God desires us to be like him. Yeah. So by us chasing after things or people, like our desire is to be like them. I mean, how many times myself have I got onto my phone? I don't have social media anymore, but when I did, I was like, oh my word, I want to be like that. Like that is mm-hmm. very appealing to me. That's mm-hmm. very attractive to me. And sometimes it might even have like really good, like, Oh, well, they're Christians and they love God too. But ultimately, like bottom underlying thing is like, I want something else. And I desire that more than when I like more than I desire learning to grow closer to the Lord or learn about him or read his word or spend time with him. Like, it's very interesting that idolatry can take so many different forms. It's not just like a physical idol sitting in your house, Mm -hmm. although that is very real, too. That's Mm -hmm. like a real thing on our street. (laughs) So one of the things we can do to push against that is to praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that is interesting that these two concepts are paired up together. It's like, be careful that you're not putting somebody other than God in the, in his spot and make sure that you are constantly praising the Lord with the harp and the lyre and the cymbal and the dancing. Um, praise the Lord because that keeps your heart aligned correctly. Something else that's interesting, too, in 147, I had noted this. We're talking again about, like, putting your hope and trust and praise the Lord. Um, In verse 11 of 147, it does talk about, like, 
hey, the Lord doesn't just delight in the strength of people mm. who follow him. Like it says in verse 11, the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him and those whose hope is in his steadfast love. So it even goes beyond just like, like just hoping, like he doesn't look at the outward appearance. Like he's not more impressed with you and you. Like if you look in Israel's past history, like he actually seeks out the weak or the ones that you wouldn't have guessed or thought. Um, like specifically looking at David, David was chosen to go out and kill Goliath and therefore represent God in like a crazy way. So I think that's just another like, Hey, get rid of that insecurity too, because all that matters is that your hope is in the Lord. And his steadfast love. And that his endures steadfast forever. love endures forever. <laughs> There's this clear understanding that God is gracious and merciful and loving uh, toward his people. Mm -hmm. And that continues to be true. This is like, I'm like a broken record now because what I said yesterday. Uh, we but, it, but it's encouraging. Be encouraged by that, that God's love endures forever. Um, it is not broken. It has not stopped. It is not, you know, trapped. Mm -hmm. It is continuing. And that is why we can hope in him. So we don't we don't hope in rulers or nations or I don't know whatever whatever you want to say parents pastors teachers mm -hmm. uh, business owners we don't hope in money we don't hope in power we don't hope in possessions we hope in the Lord mm -hmm. um, so whatever you're facing today I encourage you to um, find hope in that like trust in God know that His steadfast love endures forever that He has a plan and purpose for your life that has been set out. Before the foundations of the world, that's in Ephesians 2. Um, and you can find, Rest in that you can find security in that. Mm -hmm. You can, um, I think it's, it's wildly comforting to know that God is in control and he is taking care of you. Mm -hmm. And he, it's his plan to mm -hmm. do so because he loves you and cares for you. That changes, I don't mean to like smother out your, your ending there, but it changes so many things. I heard it from a really wise woman the other day. Uh, it even changes the way that you pray. So as you're as you're praying today, remember that steadfast love. Remember the sovereignty of God because it changes the way that you consider your prayer life. It, it no longer becomes, God, I want you to do this and like demanding things of him. It becomes, God, thank you so much for putting me in this position. Thank you for the plans that you have set out before me. Thank you for the plans that you have already brought me through. Thank you for going ahead of me and like being with me the entire journey. I'm excited for what you're going to do. And like nothing in God's plan is by accident. Like nothing you have done is like swaying what the Lord has already planned for you. So like when you find yourself in the situations that seem like like crazy or really horrible or whatever, just remember that the Lord has put you there. He has brought you into that situation for a purpose. So rather than like begging him to get you out of it or telling him what to do or telling him what you need, thank him for the situation and realize that it is all a part of the plan that, like Ryan said, he has written out for you before the beginning of time. That's like so crazy to wrap your head around. But remember that in your prayer life too, as you're you're thinking about um, his steadfast love today. So that's your part. Thanks for joining us, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing, 
Uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Psalm chapter 134. Come bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, who stand by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands to the holy place and bless the Lord. May the Lord bless you from Zion, he who made heaven and earth. Psalm chapter 146. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. Put not your trust in princes, in a son of man whom there is no salvation. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth. On that very day his plans perish. Blessed is he whose help is from the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the sojourners. He upholds the widow and the fatherless. But the way of the wicked he brings to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all generations. Praise the Lord. Psalm 147. Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God. For it is pleasant and a song of praise is fitting. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He determines the number of the stars. He gives all of them their names. Great is our Lord and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. The Lord lifts up the humble. He casts out the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Make melody to our God on the lyre. He covers the heavens with clouds. He prepares rain for the earth. He makes grass grow on the hills. He gives to the beasts their food and to the young ravens that cry. His delight is not in the strength of the horse nor his pleasure in the legs of a man. But the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his steadfast love. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he strengthens the bars of your gates. He blesses your children within you. He makes peace in your borders. He fills you with the finest of wheat. He sends out command on the earth. His word runs swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters frost like ashes. He hurls down crystals of ice like crumbs. Who can stand before his cold? He sends out his word and melts them. He makes his wind and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and rules to Israel. He has not dealt thus with any other nation. They do not know his rules. Praise the Lord. Psalm 148. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights. Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all His hosts. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all you shining stars. Praise Him, you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for He commanded and they were created, and He established them forever and ever. He gave a decree and it shall not pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures and all the deeps fire and hail, snow and mist, stormy wind fulfilling his word, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, beasts and all livestock, creeping things and flying birds, kings of the earth and all peoples, 
princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and maidens together, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His majesty is above earth and heaven. He has raised up a horn for his people. Praise for all his saints, for the people of Israel who are near to him. Praise the Lord. Psalm 149. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. His praise is in the assembly of the godly. Let Israel be glad in his maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing, making melody to him with tambourine and lyre. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He adorns the humble with salvation. Let the godly exalt in glory. Let them sing for joy in their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their throats and the two-edged swords in their hand to execute vengeance on the nations and punishments on the peoples, um, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute on them the judgment written. This is honor for all his godly ones. Praise him. Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.